In this episode of the Cube Command Podcast, we're talking about two interesting games that were revealed this week, Crash Bandicoot 4, It's About Time, and Avengers, Marvel's Avengers. Enjoy the show! Welcome, welcome to the Cube Command Podcast. My name is Tommy Savoya. And I'm Nick. And this is the podcast you can chill with me and Nick as we talk about the news, reviews, and other things in the gaming, pop culture, and movie industry. The Cube Command Podcast is produced by Savoya Studios and part of the Savoya Media Network. To find our show and many of the other shows produced by Savoya Studios, just go to SavoyaMedia.com. All right, Nick. What's up, man? How you been? What do you mean, how been? You know how I've been. I practically live here. What you talk? Yeah, you're right. You <laughs> my food and stuff. Literally, he he came in the house and the first thing he did was eat ice cream. So after uh, Nick steals my food from the fridge, we went ahead and watched some of the uh, you know the trailers that have been released. A lot of things have been going on. You know, New Games Plus. Uh, they had a Sega Atlas conference, um, Activision, EA. You know, you know the works. You know, if E3 had happened. This is what would have been shown. Quite a bit. Yeah, there is. There's quite a bit to be announced, with the exception of Nintendo, um, which is very puzzling. But uh, that's not what we're focusing on this episode. No, sir. We are focusing on uh, two very interesting games that are coming to the modern consoles and soon the PS5 and the Xbox Series X. Um, Those being Crash Bandicoot 4, uh, It's About Time, and Marvel's Avengers. Oh, boy. Oh, yeah. Two uh, very uh, anticipated games coming soon. Um, so let's go ahead and talk about the first one. Um, the one that was actually um, showcased first this week. Uh, Crash Bandicoot 4. His favorite. His favorite character. Oh, I'm so excited. Crash is like my number two favorite series ever. It's what got me into gaming. Um, back in the um, back when I, I watched my cousin play on the PS2. He let me try it. I was like, oh, dang, I like this. Which one was it? Well, there was two. There was... Um, Wrath of Cortex on the PlayStation 2, and then there was, I think, Crash Warped on the PlayStation 3. Those are my introductions to, um, to, to the PlayStation series. It was nice, and Crash Bandicoot 4, the original one, was called Wrath of Cortex, released for the PS2 and GameCube back in the day, but it wasn't worked on by the original developers, Naughty Dog. Naughty Dog created the first three and Crash Team Racing. After that, they left the IP. Now... What happened was they picked up Traveler's Tales as a developer. Traveler's Tales tried to emulate the success of Crash 3 with Crash at the Cortex, and that did not pan out well at all. Like, that, that game did not turn out very well. What was wrong with it? I don't know. It was just, it tried to copy, like, basically copy and paste what Crash 3 did without understanding why it worked. Um, the controls weren't very fine-tuned. The animations were kind of sloppy. The game didn't look that great, and the level design was pretty bland. Gotcha. Okay. So, um, after that, Crash just kind of went into limbo trying out new... Kind of like what Sonic did in the Dark Ages of Sonic is where they tried new things and they just kept flip-flopping between gameplay styles to mixed results. Come uh, 2017, uh, when the Insane Trilogy was revealed, it showed Activision that people still want more of the old Crash. And it took some took some retrospect, took some uh, analyzing to figure out what worked and why it worked, but... After the success of that and CTR, we finally got the announcement of the next next Crash game, the spiritual Crash 4, what Crash 4 should have been. Um, now, this is developed by Toys for Bob, which are the guys who did the uh, Spyro remakes. Ooh. 
yeah, um, apparently that, that turned out pretty well, so I don't have any qualms there. It's taken, taken us back to the old hallway design, the very linear design um, of the original ones where, you know, you got the chasing levels or something's running after you, you got side scrolling and you got the straight up 3D hallway levels, which look great. It really game. did. Yeah. Graphically, it looks pretty good, I'd say. I wasn't disappointed. They actually look like they actually really did enhance a lot of things. Animations weren't too bad. The background was really nice. It's like it's a more cartoony style while also enhancing the lighting effects too and the colors. The colors are so vivid. Um, this game was actually leaked two days before it was announced. Um, because I was wondering that because I saw it on, on Twitter. I just couldn't tell if it was like real or not, but then I ended up seeing memes about it. Yeah, it was like for those who were out of the loop, it could be kind of confusing. Mm-hmm. Um, I think what it was, it was rated in a in somewhere. I think it was Taiwan. It was rated for release, but uh, it wasn't officially announced yet because they're still getting preparations ready. Um, so what happened was some screenshots, the name, the box art got leaked, and so the developer straight up said, "Okay, yeah, don't worry, you're going to see more of this on Monday, and it's going to look a lot better than the leaks show." And they were right because people are, were kind of like apprehensive about the designs. Mm-hmm. Because they had overhauled it so much from Insane Trilogy. And I'll admit I was a little questionable in the beginning too. But they started to grow on me. Because the Insane Trilogy used a very textured design. Like like they, they, they made them like look really hairy. You know? It was like they used realistic lighting. And like Crash you could like count the hairs on his like head and stuff. It wasn't like a little... It wasn't really appealing. I mean it, it didn't look bad. But... I'd say the new designs fit the spirit of the series a lot better. The rendering looked way better. Yeah, honestly, it, I'll be honest, it did. You're right about that. They used those insane designs for uh, the remakes and for the CTR remake. So people are assuming, oh, they'll just stick with what, what worked, you know, and not change it. But um, here we are with new designs from a new developer. True. And I think it's okay to take risks like that. I think just doing the same thing over and over can get stale without improvements. I mean, it's not like they're, it's not like they changed it entirely. It's not like they did what they did for the Titans games where they like made him really skinny and gave him tattoos on his arm or anything. Mm-hmm. It's not like that. They're still keeping in the, the spirit of the, of the series and I like it. And like you said, the animations look good too. You know, looks like bouncy, like Looney Tunes E, Looney Tunes ish. I can see that. Kind of looks like Wiley Coyote. No, being honest. A buff, buff Wiley. Buff. Buff. Buff with his skinny little arm. Big boy. He's got some broad shoulders. I'll be, I'll be honest. Yeah, no neck. Big arms, no legs. No. <laughs> just like uh, just like Knuckles. Gosh. <laughs> I'm so glad they didn't do that to Crash. Freaking Sonic Boom. Dumb him down even more. That that could have been horrible. Like if they had like overhauled the gameplay, like what they did for Sonic Boom, mm-hmm. this could have been horrible. But no, it's... They're bringing back old um, gameplay mechanics like the surfboard um, and like T-Rex chasing you. And they're also um, introducing new stuff like they have um, the big new gimmick of this game is they're called the quantum masks. So the quantum masks are there to help Crash uh, refix the timeline after they sent Cortex back in time and screwed it up in Crash 3. And they each each one of them has like a power like one of them um, can affect gravity one of them stops time. And I think those are the only ones they showed so far. 
Okay, so there's possibility of having more. Yeah. Okay. Possibility of more gameplay styles. I, I like that, you know? I, what was the... Um, it's probably just from a separate separate game, but what was the other mask guy? Aku Aku? Yeah. Uh, Aku Aku is actually the main one. He's oh, like okay. the... Um, think of him like like a ring from Sonic or like a super mushroom. Mm, okay. So he's he's an extra hit counter. Um, but he's like he's like the guide character. He's like the mentor, and I'm guessing something happened to him in the story, and they're going to have to like save him or something because I didn't see him in the trailers at all. Um, I doubt they're just going to abandon him because he's like a staple in the series. True. But uh, who else is a staple? But uh, the bad guy you're going to get to play is Doctor Neil Cortex. Yeah, I saw that from the trailer. It's like, oh, you get to play as a bad guy this time. So is he even really bad then? Maybe the beginning is like you're fighting him, and then it's just like. Oh, it wasn't me who did it though. But you're here, so let me let me fight you. Gotcha. <laughs> I mean, he's always been like like comically bad, kinda like Eggman. Yeah. I could believe it, you know, if he had to switch sides temporarily. Cause uh in in Crash Team Racing, he's freaking like go karting with them. <laughs> no one really cares. She's just like, hey, what you doing here, buddy? <laughs> oh, you know. It's your big old yellow head. <laughs> His, his head got bigger too i don't think it was possible look like a q-tip he does yeah look at harry q <laughs> okay <laughs> i don't want that visual. you ever see a lollipop just like dropped on the carpet ew it's like <laughs> like under the couch cushions for five years you're just like oh where have i seen this oh you hairy cheeto head looking <laughs> oh it's dr neo cortex yeah no you get to play as his cheeto self um you know um he he has a, like these abilities where he has hover boots he can create bouncy platforms so Makes I like it there. Yeah. Give him like the other abilities. Just crash defaultness. Then there's there's a villain. Villains always get the cool stuff. Why do they always get the cool stuff? Because they're usually the evil geniuses that have cool gadgets. Well, let's change that. Let's have a dumb genius versus the never mind. A dumb genius <laughs> versus a <the> smart hero. <laughs> a dumb genius. <laughs> yeah, you're right. He's a he's a he's a technological genius, but he can't tie his shoes. I kind of believe that. I mean, given its I mean, context. The way he looks, he looks like he has issues with somewhere. <laughs> He's so goofy. I love the character. And uh, they're keeping the old voices, too. So you got the voice of Wacko from Animaniacs as Crash. And then the uh, voice of uh, Jimmy Neutron actually voices Coco, his sister. And then no. Lex Lang is uh, Cortex. You know, they used to, in the old games, uh, Clancy Brown, voice of Lex Luthor, used to... Uh, voice cortex he was so good i might have to look at some clips later yeah i think you recognize it. him oh he's also the voice of mr krabs as well <laughs> <laughs> so i'm sure you can money, see money, the connection money, money. exactly but uh, i think this game is going to make a lot of money 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 because uh it's coming out october 2nd uh it is launching for 60 dollars though so i'm questioning if i'm going to get it a launch if they have like cool bonuses maybe i'll get it at launch but uh right now it's looking good I, I like what I'm looking at. All right. Um, Next game, Avengers. All right. Avengers. Marvel's oh, Avengers. Boy. Well, Marvel's Avengers is an upcoming PS4 and Xbox One X and PC release. It's also coming out on Stadia, too, but I don't think anyone really cares about that. <laughs> I'm just, like, now hearing about Stadia. Uh, because of all the YouTube ads? Pretty much. Yeah. Sounds about right. Like, I didn't know that was a thing been with me for roughly a year i think i think it's been a year hmm. it, it really is the lukewarm perception that's all you need to know 
But uh, yeah, I mean, if you if you have a Stadia, well, you can play Marvel's Avengers on it. No, not judging. Yeah, not judging. You do you. Um, but it is also coming to PS5 and Xbox Series X as um, a free game if you bought the previous version, which is uh, that's neat. I'm cool with that. Um, it is a single player. Uh, you know, despite what it looks like, it's a single player game um, with multiplayer functionality. Let's not forget that. But for the most part, you're going to be smashing robots by yourself, I think. I'm fine with that. I can handle them. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, honestly, the characters look like they can dish out a lot of damage. They don't look so tough. Watch me talk right now. And then just like, I just get bodied in a, like first level. <laughs> I don't know if it's going to be that difficult. It looks like we were watching videos earlier and it looks like it looks all right. It looks simple. It's been receiving a lot of hate. By, by a very vocal selection of the uh, community, which I don't think is deserving of, honestly. Because it's not even out yet. Yeah. You can give on. your opinion out, but you can't just, you know, just bash it down. Yeah, that's that's something that a lot of people have, a tr- have trouble uh, processing, is that, yeah, the, the game may not look perfect, but I don't think it's going to be a dumpster fire. No, no. There's, I mean, nothing's. It's it's by Square Enix. They have a pretty good uh, history. I'll say it's going to be better than Ultimate Alliance. It it kind of yeah. It's going to be better than that. I can guarantee. I mean, it's going for, it's it's going for a lot more than Ultimate Alliance is. You know, even though I still think it's playing it really safe. Yeah. Like, it's it's a beat 'em up. Let's just get that out of the way. Like, it's not like I don't think it's going to be like I don't think we're going to have like a lot of stealth missions or like. Or like um, nothing crazy. I think certain characters will be in there, like for that particular mission. Like, because um, it was like um, from the previews is what they were going for. They were showing that it's you're gonna be playing this one character. Uh, who is it? It's like uh, Kamala Khan. Kamala Khan. Marvel. Yeah, and going through it, it's like the mission select. It's like this is how you going to be able to get through all these other characters by doing this part of the story mission so by some of those i'm sure there's going to be times when you're playing that character you a lot for stealth missions aka more or less either iron man or black widow oh yeah i'm sure that there'll be those times when you're using them for that but you know everyone wants that bashing gameplay of the hulk yeah I'm it's like we're gonna want that <laughs> Who's going to play as Hulk in a stealth? If they if they find a way to put the Hulk in a stealth mission, I will respect them for it. Because that's funny. But it looks like... I think you're right. I think you're going to be locked to certain characters. Like that Thor level they, they showed the most of. Mm-hmm. Where um, he comes out of hiding and he's like paired with Hulk to do something. What is it they were doing? Were they like... They were pretty much taking care of all the surrounding robots that was on the uh, carrier. And then Iron Man was there too. Oh, he was. You're right. I couldn't really tell what they were doing, though. Like, I couldn't tell who the actual villain was. I think... Because it was, like, going through what they were describing, it was mainly kind of like MODOK. I think that's that's but their marketing Ames? the most. Yeah. Okay, what... Can you fill me in? What is Ames? That, I don't know. What I was speculating earlier was, like... um. Like, Tony has his, you know, grudge with Justin Hammer as his other, you know, rival with, like, military equipment stuff. But Ames, I don't know what that is. 
I don't it know. seems like it's another affiliation with robotics is what it is. Kind of like um, uh, uh, Silver Sable from uh, Spider-Man, where she kind of like has a lot of tech, but she's like not really on the friendliest terms with Spider-Man. Probably. Or like, um, kind of like the militia from Arkham Knight. That's what I'm getting vibes from. I'm I'm not the the biggest Marvel guy, so like I'm not I don't recognize a lot of deep cut references. Yeah, and that's what they're going for. They're going for all references. Mm-hmm. And you know you you expect them to if they're making like a team based mm-hmm. thing because this is like is this is like the biggest Avengers game that's come out in a long while besides like the, the Ultimate Alliance yeah. games, which really aren't cinematic. All Marvel games that we've had, it's pretty much just been Spider Man. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that, guys. Don't get me wrong. Oh, yeah. We love ourselves some some Spidey. <laughs> oh, do we now? <laughs> Check out episode 61 for that. You're right. Spider-Man's been kind of like the main like juggernaut when it comes to adventure games. Mm-hmm. Besides Ultimate Alliance, the biggest thing that the Avengers have appeared in, I think, is the Lego games. Pretty much, yeah. And everybody gets a Lego game. <laughs> you haven't played any of the Lego games? You got some issues, my friend. Smaller games aside, it, it looks okay it's it's very cinematic it's it's trying to it's trying to trying to cash in on the feeling that i think uh marvel spider-man made mm-hmm. with the uh whole well, let's kind of put you know let's let's make it feel like a movie let's flip the table flip the everything on its head we'll have by having the avengers break up um instead of being a hunky dory happy saturday morning cartoon pretty much yeah it's like it's a very mature level i really hope they like take chances with the story because, like, with these kind of games, the story is what makes or breaks it, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, in this game, it kind of seems like the Avengers pretty much have fallen apart. Mm-hmm. It pretty much takes place after there's an accident with Steve Rogers, Captain America. He dies. Quote, he dies. <laughs> He's not dead. <laughs> He's not dead. But ever since then, apparently something happened between that. Uh, From the trailers, like, there's this gas leak and... Uh, people now are experiencing mutations to give them superhuman abilities. Mm-hmm. So now Avengers got blamed for it and they had to disassemble, which means I actually don't know what happened to S.H.I.E.L.D. if that's the case, because they were affiliated with the Avengers, kind of. Aren't they like essentially the American government in this universe? Yeah, like uh, I think S.H.I.E.L.D. is literally like the last line of defense for the whole world. Oh, the whole world. I'm pretty sure that's what they are. Because I'm pretty sure they're like, like the whole world has them as like that one kind of military, like in case something does happen. They're the top dogs. Yeah. Essentially. You know, disregarding all the supervillains like Doctor Doom that have superior tech. Mm-hmm. Is Doctor Doom going to be in this game? He's See, more of like a Fantastic Four guy, though. He is. But it's weird because, yeah, he is part of the Fantastic Four area, but he also has grudges against the Avengers, too. Well, I guess who doesn't at this point? Honestly. <laughs> it seems like they're going for, like, uh, like the Sokovia Accords. This is, it seems similar to that, where, like, the Avengers are forced to break up because they're accused of causing all these problems. Mm-hmm. But um, And then something happens with Ames tech, I'm assuming, or something planned... And then all of a sudden, Avengers start coming back. They were in hiding. We got a glimpse of Thor, who was literally just normal clothes. Yeah. He had a name tag on. Dr. Blake. Dr. Blake. 
and he just summons his hammer from the um the the memorial because apparently he left it there i'm assuming after that ceremony happened yeah so he was just done he just left it there and he's been stuck on earth the whole time if we're being honest he can if he wants to like who's gonna move it to be honest <laughs> you're gonna really challenge a god yeah i'm it's not like- gonna homie you control lightning you can do what you want you want to stay here you stay here i'm yeah. gonna tell you to move all of them are in hiding man i mean honestly they can't even move the hammer if they, even if they want it <laughs> you know i really like um i like the the um hero goes back to do what he's he's supposed to be doing kind of thing i know it can be mm-hmm. kind of cliche but you know like spider-man 2 and in, in this game yeah um spider-verse it can be done really well and i like it because like narratively it it has the player learn about the characters and it has the characters relearn about themselves so it's like yeah. you know, a loop so uh okay let's let's go right into the gameplay for a little bit um as a lasting uh the lasting point um so we talked about the premise essentially because of aim you're going to be fighting a lot of robots a lot a lot of robots like wave after wave of robots and um i was telling nick earlier that i I, it's okay like i get it like that's like you know superheroes punching evil robots that's the thing right mm-hmm. but like it's it seems a little generic like we, that's what we see been seeing them doing in avengers one uh age of ultron yep in the end game and whatever they're still fighting like faceless monsters that you know they, they're just supposed to be like mowed down as mooks and whatever it, it I don't know. I, I just wish maybe you'd be fighting like a An little more person. Yeah, like well, not not to see people get like beat up, nah. but just because. Kind of like how uh, Tony fights. Um, oh, what's his name? He, he's the other guy, Crimson Dynamo. That's his name, Crimson Diamond. Crimson Dynamo. Dynamo. He also controls a ro- like he he built his own robot also, and that 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 would be like a good person to fight because he's a real person. Something like. You know, there's a conflict going on between the hero and the villain, I guess. Yeah, like an actual grudge. Like, Modoc is okay. I, in this game, it's like aim and Modoc. What I was but. thinking of was more of like along the lines of uh, Spider-Man, where not only are you fighting his villains, but you're fighting like his goons who like talk back to you. And there's like, he, like sometimes Spider-Man will have like a conversation uh, between the goons and stuff. Nice and like trash talk them. Yeah. Like those. Okay, I get what you're saying. And yeah, some like something to to make it look like the hero isn't just p- punching a piece of cardboard that you know he's going to beat anyway. Like a little cockiness, we gotta have some input. Yeah, I hear you. Because in this, yeah, you're right. It's, it's pretty much you're you're bashing one after another. Yeah, without Mindless. like you know hearing too much of dialogue, you're just like, okay, I gotta get this one next. That's not to say there's not dialogue, because like mm. the heroes have these like like team combo attacks, so like they help each other and. They have different combinations of stuff. Like, if you're Thor, you can charge up Iron Man by charging your lightning, mm-hmm. or you can you can like throw something to, to Hulk and he can smash it up for you. Like, there's definitely like thought put into the team dynamic, and that's cool. I like that. Combat system doesn't look bad. There's gonna be plenty of ways for you to change your combat system, like as you go forth, with the help of a, a skill tree. Yes, yeah, skill those. tree. They gave us that. So you have like quite a bit of possibilities of improving your inputs and in combat. Yeah, I, I can't wait to see what something like the Hulk is going to look like with a powered up skill tree. Dude, increasing his rage. <laughs> it's going to be great. You can probably, 
I'm guessing maybe like give him super armor or something. Yeah. Because like you can you get you can choose to put your skill points in one thing as opposed to another thing. So what they said is that every player is going to have like a different combination of those things and different stats for their characters. Mm-hmm. Which um, I like. It. It's not just like you level up. Oh, you got this new thing that everyone else is going to have. Like, yeah. No, they're saying like everyone's going to have like their own different version they play. Especially with adding cool. in cosmetics. I don't know if they said the cosmetics would affect their gameplay as well. I'm sure they would because I because what's um. You they have like the little like you know shoulder pads, chest pads, and stuff that I'm yeah. sure like give stat buffs if not abilities. Because they're taking all the uh, outfits from you know references from old comics, past movies. They're all gonna do that. I think they'll have a Beta Ray Bill skin for um for Thor. Heck, that'd be kind of cool. Or like a Red Hulk, yeah. or something Thunderbolt Ross for Ooh, Hulk. Red Hulk would be interesting. Or a War Machine. Oh yeah, War Machine or Iron Patriot for um for Iron Man. That'd be cool. Like, they showed all the different Iron Man armor. Like, not all of them, but a lot of different Iron Man armors. We got a glimpse of the stealth suit is what it'll look like. Yeah. They got the um the Invincible Iron Man stuff from 2010, I think they said, where mm-hmm. he's got, like, the smaller eyes. Yeah. I mean, it, it, it does... It, there's there's thought put into it. I don't, I don't understand why people are bashing it. Like, I can understand if they don't like the graphics or the frame rate. Because, yeah, the graphics look a little plasticky for me, and I think the frame rate in some parts looks well bad I, that's just an optimization thing they can still fix that you know yeah you know it, the game's in development the physics looks looks good actually though yeah i'll yeah, give them that the game physics stuff. is good you're able to do ground and instantly switch to air if you have a certain character which that looks pretty good i'll give him that yeah like you can be really creative in the combat and that's all that's really all i'm asking for mm-hmm. is just so I'm not mashing the the X button or something. That's all I want. I'll say this will be a good like party game. Well, not necessarily party, but like getting your, your friends together. Oh, definitely. I, I'll say I'll, I'll definitely give it a shot for that. There's so much room to be creative with this and like customize. And I'm down for that. But yeah, when does this game come out? It was September 4th, 2020. 2020. All right. Okay. All right. Cool. Two and months before PS5. That's true. And then, remember, you get the PS5 version free if you get the PS4 version. Mm-hmm. That's always cool. Marvel's Avengers, September 4th, and Crash Bandicoot 4 coming out in October 2nd. So those are two uh, highly anticipated games for us, uh, personally. And, uh, you know, if you want to look at all the footage that was released for these, you can still find them on YouTube. They're still there. Um, so, yeah, really excited for that. All right, so uh, that was our show today. You can uh, find the Cube Command Podcast on um, the Tech Podcast Network because we are a proud member of the Tech Podcast Network. Just go to techpodcast.com. And this show is produced by Savoy Studios and part of the Savoy Media Network. To find this show and many of the other shows created by Savoy Studios, just go to savoymedia.com. And also check out our Twitch channel and our YouTube channel in the episode description. We just started uh, uploading videos again. We have an Outlast series that we're going to be starting on Monday. So get ready for that. Mm -hmm. And uh, follow us on social media. Our links will be down there as well. All right. My name is Tommy Savoya. And I'm Nick. This has been the Cube Command Podcast. I want to thank you all for listening. And we will catch you next time.
Nick, have you ever heard of Blueberry? Blueberry? What's that? Well, it's only one of the most respected media hosting sites out there with a customizable audio player, media validation, and unlimited downloads. Wow, does it have free technical support? Yes. Is it optimized to work with WordPress for easy blog posts? Yes. Does it require third-party sites to access? No. Is it spelled with a B and an L and a U and a B-R-R-Y? Yes. With affordable hosting packages and detailed statistics, Blueberry must be the best podcast hosting service for me. Yeah, well, wait a sec. How'd you know that? I, I didn't say that. I don't know. What are, you, what are you talking about? Use our promo code CUBECOMMAND to get your first month of hosting free.